content of this podcast is provided as general informational purposes only. It is not intended for, nor should it be used to replace professional behavior intervention and advice. This is Sissy. And this is Susan. And we are Function Junction. Behavior matters. (laughs) (laughs) It's been that kind of day, has it? Did your behavior matter today? (laughs) Okay. Well, let me just tell you about my day. So I'm driving to work down a pretty busy industrial highway in South Houston, like, well, like Highway 59. And I'm driving down to Highway 59, and this big blue bucket comes rolling because there's a lot of trucks and everything that time of day. So this big blue bucket crawls in front of me, and of course I'm trying to dodge it, but of course I didn't, and it was right. And then all of a sudden I hear this shh. So I immediately thought, because I had a flat tire two weeks ago, I immediately thought, oh, great, another flat tire. So I'm like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. So I pull over onto the shoulder. It's such a busy road. I hate that freeway. And I can't find my hazards because my car is fairly new, and I don't know where the hazard thing is. So I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, okay, you're fine. You're safe. You're fine. If the worst has happened is you have a flat tire. Okay, you can handle that. But you got to call Melanie because that's who you're working with today. So I call Melanie and I'm like, hey, I told her what I just told you. And she's like, are you safe? I go, yeah, yeah, I go, let me pull over, like really pull over into off the freeway and I'll call you back. So I jump, get off the freeway, pull out a little side street and I get out and my car, my tire's fine. I don't see anything under my car. I get back in the car. My car is not, you know, like flat tire, flat tire, you know, radio. <laughs> so anyway, so I'm like, okay, deep breaths, deep breaths, calm down. Okay. Call Melanie back. Hey, so I'm like, hey, I guess I'm okay. Everything's fine. Everything's good. Whatever. All right. So get back in my car and I go to work and I meet some great teachers and some great kids. And I'll tell you about one of the kids in a minute. And then I get back on that busy freeway and (laughs) people are going to think, good Lord, you know. So I also have a faucet in my kitchen that broke and my friends, Bobby and Troy, came over and fixed it and it was temporary fix. And they said, you know, it's going to, you're probably going to need a plumber at some point. And that was I think, a week ago. And sure enough, last night it broke off and basically the faucet just comes out of the pipe. And so I can screw it back on, but it's not, a, you know, it's a temporary fix. So I get a plumber to come out and they call when I'm in, at work and they're like, he's on his way. And I go, okay, well, I told y'all I was going to be four to five minutes away. And they're like, Oh, well, he's on his way and he'll be there in 20 minutes. And I go, I know, but I told y'all to call me because I knew I was going to be this far away. Anyway, it's all good. So I'm trying to, you know, I'm not booking it, but I'm trying to get home so this guy doesn't have to wait. And so I get back on the freeway and I'm driving and I swear, Sissy, all of a sudden I heard this, like, I can't even explain it. Just something really loud. Bam. And I look up Well, I'm looking up, but I realized what it was. And something hit my windshield so big, like, I thought a bullet hit my windshield because it just hit it, like, bigger than a baseball. Wow. And started spreading a little bit. And so, again, I'm like, oh, oh, my God, oh, my God. Okay, okay, okay. All right, you're calm. You're fine. You're safe. You're okay. Just get the right lane so you can slow down, kind of get your act together. And I don't pull over this time, but I'm like, dang. That's a big, dang, whatever. Something big hit your car. 
right in my line of sight. So I'm like looking over it, looking to the left, looking to the right, looking under it. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I text from my, because I use Siri a lot. And I text from my phone, my car dealer, because I don't know what kind of warranty I have. I know people, I'm not very knowledgeable about stuff. And he texts back and he's like, you don't have a windshield warranty. I'm like, well, of course I don't. Because my name is Susan Catlett. So he sends me the number for safe light, you know, safe light repair, safe light reflex. But I'm still trying to get home to the plumber. And I'm like, okay, just, you can do this later. Like you do not have to call the windshield guy right now. So just get home, right? You got to be safe. You got to take deep breaths and you just got to be safe and get home. So I do, I get home. Everything's fine. The plumber's here. That's a whole other story. (laughs) But It was interesting. He didn't want to do his job but anyway <laughs> he wanted Troy to come fix the plug that was saying but he's fixed it but anyway so I started thinking about a little girl that I saw today and she was a fourth grader and she was precious as all of our kids are and she has behaviors that look like she'll go no 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 you're fired you're going to jail you're going to jail I'm calling the police on you no 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 way I'm not doing that no way you're going to jail so that's one behavior Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and then sometimes when she gets mad she'll growl and she gets a really mean scowl on her look like oh she's never made contact with anybody she just like you know kind of imitates maybe a cartoon character or something she's really into sonic the hedgehog and she's really into pj masks pj mask it's a yeah it's a cartoon so she's really into them and then the that's two be that's the second behavior and then the third behavior is kind of like getting mad enough to like hit her desk or hit the wall right Mm. so she has a goal that says that she will decrease all of these things right so she'll decrease the growling the no 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 and the hitting to no more than 100 times a day 100 times a day and so I said wow that's a lot that she's able to do and they said well I know but look at the data And they did a great job of collecting frequency data in the morning and the afternoon. And it was numbers like 45 in the morning, 62 in the evening, you know, in the afternoon, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, how do you even count this? You know, she said, well, they get use a clicker. And I'm like, well, that's good. I mean, that's great. Okay. And so maybe something I would do would be to look at interval data for multiple behaviors because I want to want to see which behaviors are happening more frequently so that I would hope we since they said you know this hitting the table and hitting the wall that hardly ever happened it's really more of the no 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 you're fired and then sometimes growling Mm -hmm, that's great and so I would love to be able to see the difference among the three behaviors so maybe next year when we rewrite the goal we can take one out and also tell me a little bit about how you're working on this. Like how are you teaching her other skills? And they said, and they were sweet and precious. And the teacher was great, brand new. She just started in January. Here she is in this classroom and she's got about eight or nine kids. And, you know, it's a busy class and there are kids who have pretty significant needs and this little girl does too. And so she was like, well, we're trying to ignore it. And I said, you know, that's great. It's just real hard to do with fidelity in a public school because, 
even though you can ignore it and you can ignore it. And they go, yeah, but this little one, he really doesn't like it when kids raise their voice or, you know, make noises. And so he gets upset. So I said, well, and there you go. So because he just got attention, even if it's negative attention. And they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it made me think. And I was like, you know, I'm a huge fan of the high point. I know you are too, of the five points. And I know we're both huge fans of zones of regulation. Right. And you sort of used both of the, I mean, you used that today when you were upset, right? I mean. Pretty much. I mean, (laughs) yeah. I mean, I definitely used the zones because I was like, okay, Susan, calm down, take a deep breath, pull over, get safe. Okay. Because I was so freaked out and I wasn't mad and I wasn't sad. I wasn't scared. No, no. Yeah. Just regulated, you know, like I just needed to like, oh, wow, what do I do? Exactly. And so oh, I yeah, kind we of, love the zones and five points. Yeah. And then once I was safe, I was able to make a phone call and then it was over and blah, blah, blah. But I started thinking, you know, on the way home after the windshield incident, I started thinking about this little girl and I was like, you know, somebody taught me how to calm down. Like if you were in the car with me or somebody was in the car with me and that all happened and somebody said, calm down, you're fine, you're safe, calm down. I wouldn't calm down. Right. So I know. No, yeah. Somewhere along. In the history of calming down, no one has ever calmed down to the phrase, calm down, (laughs) right? Totally, totally. And so I started thinking, you know, somewhere along the line, either I taught myself or somebody taught me what to do in a semi-emergency. I mean, it wasn't an emergency, but in a stressful situation, somebody taught me not to freak out and to just pull over and be safe and you know, I love calling Melanie because she has a very calm voice. And the first thing she said is, are you safe? You know, and like, really just, she's just that cool. And so I started thinking about this little girl. And so we talked about, you know, a three point scale and a zone to regulation that might just be, you know, green, yellow, and red and not, you know, the blue underneath. And and we talked about how he, she loves basketball and how maybe we could incorporate some of the language in basketball. Like in the green, you're scoring points, you're doing great, you're or you know, you're earning all your points, you're doing all these great things. And maybe in the yellow, oh, that's a that's that's a time we need to duck. I don't know what you I don't want to call it. Maybe time. missing a couple of shots, you know, you're not exactly yeah. you know, getting all your goals. You know? Not not getting all your baskets, right? And maybe yeah. you just need to like sit back in in your area and maybe just do some smelling the flowers, blowing out the candles, or draw or whatever you need yeah. to, do to calm down. And you know, and so we talked about that might be one of the you know the the no no you're go away you're fired I'm calling the police oh that might be a two, and maybe a three or a three or a red zone might be the growling and the hitting of the desk. You know? Right, right. And giving strategies and some, and things like that. And they were like, oh, God, we're going to have to teach it all day. And I was like, well, you know, in the beginning, yeah. But I think everybody could use it. Like, don't you need so don't you need to know how to regulate yourself? You know, don't, don't your other kids need to know how to regulate? Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. We all need that. I mean, I, you know, you're, you're talking about that and I'm thinking about, yes, I have been taught to calm down. And one of the things that I really didn't learn till I was much older and Joe helped teach it to me was when it comes to things that are going to cost money, 
you know, because I worried as a kid, uh, you know, my parents had five children and I worried about wasting money. I really did. There were, you know, there have been times where I thought we might miss a flight and he's like, we'll get a different one. You know, he said, you, you know, it, it's okay. We'll get a different one because he has traveled a lot in the music business and he's had plenty of yeah. band members miss flights, you know, and he's yeah. had to figure out how to do that. One time we went to the jazz festival back in the day when you had paper actual tickets. Oh, yeah. And I forgot them at the hotel and I was bordering on a meltdown because oh. they weren't cheap tickets. Right. And he said, We'll buy new tickets, you know, and I am, I, you know, I'm famous for saying every problem has a solution when it comes to dealing with challenging behaviors of students, but I wasn't always thinking of it on my end, you know, yeah, every problem has a solution and having to buy a second set of tickets seems a bit much, but that was the solution to that problem. And he, it, it really did help me not freak out about those kinds of things you know, keep me, you know, down in the, not maybe a one, but I'm not a five or a four yeah. over those kinds of things happening. But it, you know, and I, I, as you're talking about, it makes me think about, yeah, we've all had to learn that, right? Yeah. And so, you know, and I, I guess my, my, what I want people to take away, well, what, before I go in there, let me just say, you know, so the idea was, We'll go ahead and have them check in like every hour. All the kids, they can check in. They can use clothespins or whatever. Use their names, stick it onto a piece of Velcro. I'm green, I'm yellow, I'm blue. I mean, I'm red. And, and of course, we would want to use all the zones. But this was a, a life skills class. And, and we thought that maybe, you know, just starting with three zones would be great. And we can add in blue later. You know, like that's when we got tired. Anyway. Yeah. So everybody would check in. And then for this little girl, we, our goal for her, she also has a token reinforcement system. And if she can stay under, you know, so many incidents per hour, she stays in green and she gets a token. And then she gets to trade in the token. When she gets three or four tokens, she can trade it in for some hoop time. They have a little over the door basketball hoop. You know, I mean, this costume had a lot of really great things. And so we kind of set up the pro to look like that, you know, and obviously they'll have to modify as they go. But my takeaway, and I think people listening, I'd like them to take away. The key is, is that you have to teach it. Yeah. And I think that we want kids just to regulate. We want them to know how to calm down. And we, we all do. And people want me to calm down too. <laughs> but it takes more than just wanting kids to calm down. Like you have to teach it. And I think that they're wonderful and don't get me wrong. They're nothing. They didn't do anything wrong, but I think the key is that ignoring isn't going to just make the behavior go away. Right. So right, you right. teach what to do instead. And it was great. Cause she goes, Oh, so kind of like when she talks out and says, miss, 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 we tell her to raise your hand. Yes, exactly. exactly. Just like that. So when she's doing her, no, no, you're fired or growling, we say, uh oh, do you need to use your, your cool up, you know, your strategy, your tool? Yeah. yeah. Whether it's a fidget or smell the flowers or whatever, we have to teach it. And I think I see classrooms, and I know you do too, where we all want these wonderful things because we have so much, you know, faith in these kids that they're going to be successful. 
but that one little piece of teaching. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think like part of the teaching for her is teaching her how to use a five point scale. Yeah. So it's not, you know, it doesn't matter where you are on the scale. Can you identify it in the beginning? In the beginning, you're like, look at you. You knew you were yellow. That is fantastic. Yeah. What What are our strategies? And then so calmly saying to her, remember when you're saying no, no, no to me, that's probably a, it means you're in the yellow. Let's Go look at what our strategies are. Perfect opportunity to help her see, oh, that's how she knows I'm beginning to get upset. She's recognized when I say these things. I can begin to recognize when I say these things. And these are the things. So you're not you're not reprimanding her for those behaviors. You're helping her see those behaviors mean you need a strategy to help calm down. Yeah, we're not going to ignore because that's... I mean, I hear that, I see, you know, you see it too, planned ignoring and so many VIPs. I know, and and planned ignoring is great, right? I mean, ignoring a behavior that is reinforced by attention is fantastic strategy, unless you do not have control over everyone in the environment. And so then you have that random reinforcement that is going to solidify the behavior that you don't like. Well, like so, the little boy who got upset, even though adults try to ignore. But the other piece with ignoring is you also have to teach something, right? Yeah, you have you yeah. can't just ignore it and expect it to go away without teaching your replacement behavior. And so right, right. I know this all sounds so like common sense. And as consultants, we see it probably not every day, but uh, at least two or three times a week where that piece is missing that instructional piece is missing. So yeah. I just thought I'd share my day with you guys. That sounds like a really fun day. <laughs> so so I sort of have a question that goes along oh, with good. it. All right. So if we set the little girl up and said, we're going to check in once an hour mm-hmm. with her. Mm-hmm. And um, if she has kept those behaviors under wraps, <laughs> Well, let me say under 10 per hour, she is a token. Yeah. And also that she will check in every hour on the three-point scale and try one of the strategies that goes along with that three-point scale. And I I don't know if we've, I know we've talked about this, but let's say she was at green. It would probably say, keep doing what you're doing. She's checked in. I might give her another token for For checking checking in. in, right? Love or it. if she is a two because she was yelling no, no, no at some people, then we go, okay, what are we going to practice? Then do that. I also, it's okay if they're green to say, is there one of these you'd like to practice? Yeah, for sure. In the beginning, practicing those strategies when they're calm will help so much when they are not calm. So if we do that, that's our thing. Gonna, um, If you've kept it under 10, going to give you a token and you check in. On your five-point scale with your strategies, might even give you another token for that. So if that's what we're doing, what is this? Is it a a fixed interval 10 schedule of reinforcement? Okay. B, contingency contracting? Uh-huh. C, rule-governed behavior? Or D, a VR schedule of reinforcement? Gotcha. Variable ratio. So. Okay, so I think we'll start with that one. I think that an easy way to rule that one out is that we're really not saying if you do it 10 times or if you do, we're saying do it less than 10, which makes me kind of go, well, maybe it's a fixed interval, because, but it's really not because an interval is looking at time and we're looking at staying under 
10, which mm, I know yeah. this wasn't a choice, but it could be a DRL. It could be differential reinforcement. Could have been that. That wasn't a choice. Here. That'd be a good one. Yeah. But it wasn't a choice. And we don't really know if it was because we're just saying 10 or less. We're not saying 10 and then 9 and then 8 and then 7. So rule-governed behavior. Couldn't be that one, could it? Because she's not watching somebody else and learning from somebody else's mistake, true, right? True. We're just... Yeah. So are being told this is how it's going to work. You know, the plumber might have said to you, the nut is broken and you understand what a nut is and you know what you need to do. That would be rule governed behavior for fixing your faucet. But yeah, she's she's not that's not rule governed. So it would have to be. It has to be contingency contracting. There you go. And even though, you know, I think my, people might be confused. Well, you didn't say anything about writing anything out. You didn't say anything about a contract. Well, the contract is basically with visually presented, like yeah. here's green and here's yeah. what you need to do to stay in green. Well, yeah. And getting the token, if she's kept it under right. and exactly. getting the token for practicing the strategies, you've made this contract basically with her right. um, that that's what's going to happen. She has enough language to understand that's what's coming. You know, for some children, we don't have necessarily a contract with them because we can't really have that set up for them to understand. We just reward them when we see the behaviors that we want to see. Yeah, it's kind of a verbal and visual contract, but not like you would picture a contract with a kid who is spending time in gen ed when it says, like, I will do, blah, blah, blah. Right, right. That's We think of that as more of that true contracting kind of piece. So, yeah, I hope that was helpful for you thinking through some of what we do. And I, I love the idea that you talked about with the intervals, I love taking data that way on children who have many different behaviors where you just, if it happens within that 15 minutes, you make note of what the behavior was, some letter or some number represents the behaviors that you're watching, and then you don't have to look at it again for 15 minutes. You're not having to sit there with a clicker. You also get kind of a scatter plot so that you can see a couple of things. Is there a time of day when it happens that helps you see subjects or is it before recess or after recess? The other piece is I frequently will sometimes see the buildup. So perhaps no, no, no starts and then, you know, you're fired. And Sissy, you're the one who told me uh, years ago in Apple about multiple behavior interval recording. And I just analyzed some data over the weekend. And what we came up with was different behaviors and looking at the percentage of the interval. So, And I learned that from a parent. A parent taught me that because a parent had been using it in her home. And I've, you know, now I have added different characters to represent an antecedent that might have happened that you can recognize. And then what was the consequence that was used to try to intervene and help the student. And so you can get ABC data in the beginning, you might just start with the intervals, but then as you get accustomed to doing that, it, it's great to add those other pieces in because it's great data to say, absolutely, every time a demand is made, here we see the behavior, or every time attention is, you know, wanted, we see the behavior. So, well, yeah, and and I think the other key piece to any kind of data collection is the analysis, and mm-hmm. you can have the best data in the world, and this campus did the one I was analyzing over the weekend, and I didn't expect her to do it. Um, it's real important to be able to look at the data and go, okay, well, there are 30, 15-minute intervals from whatever, 8 o'clock to 4 o'clock or whatever it was, and so if the behaviors happened 
at 15 of those intervals, then you can say the behaviors are occurring 50% of the intervals, not 50% of the day, but 50% of the intervals yeah. of the day. Yeah. And he was a kid who wasn't there. Maybe he'd miss a day or two or he'd go home early. So you have to convert it to, okay, well now it's not 150 intervals a week. Now it's 120 mm. intervals a week. But anyway, you get the point is the analysis is really important. So yeah. yeah, I hope you guys learned a couple of things and Hope you have a great weekend and we have another fabulous guest next week. So stay tuned. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.